Welcome to the Valley Advocate Podcast, featuring interviews that take us deeper into the people and happenings on the local scene. For more podcasts and a closer look at what's going on in the Valley, visit us at valleyadvocate.com. Hi, welcome to the Valley Advocate Podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstetter. I'm the editor of the Valley Advocate. And I'm here right now with our own art director, Jen Levesque. Levesque? How do you even say your own name? I don't call you, I call you Love Jen. Love Eck. Love Eck. Um, <laughs> and she's not only our art director, but she also writes pieces for us. Uh, one um, about uh, her own experience with abortion and how um, these recently passed laws have um, just affected her thinking about that. And then uh, another piece about reaction to guns in our schools. Um, so I just uh, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's really great to get to talk about these topics. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, I think when we heard about all these laws in states like Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, really all over, um, you know, you came forward and said that you were interested in writing about your own experience about abortion. Could you talk about kind of how you approached that? Um, well, I mean, every time I had, you know, turned on my phone for the news or on the TV or anything news related it was just like one state after another after another kept like you know putting out these laws and i'm just like this is ridiculous like what's like what year are we living in yeah um and i'm sure i'm not the only one whether i've had an abortion or not have you know these feelings of just anger when you hear these news i mean whether i'm you know female or male it doesn't matter like stuff like this it's like you know you know what year are we living in it's crazy that this stuff is still happening. Can you talk about, um, you know, you wrote about this. Can you talk about kind of your own decision, um, you know, stepping up and, and getting your own uh, abortion as a teenager? Well, I mean, you know, some people agree with it. Some people don't. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, <laughs> I have my own opinion or whatever. But, you know, I was too young and it wasn't something that was planned. And, you know, you know, I've, I've gotten some lash back about this article and I, you know, to, to the point where it's like, you know what, it was my decision and I'm proud of the decision that I made. Maybe I wouldn't have made the same decision now at 35, but, you know, I made it because I felt like I still needed to do more in my life before I was able to be, you know, a fit mother. I definitely would not have been, you know, the type of mother I am today if I had a child at 17, 18 years old. To me, that's a little too young, you know, in my my opinion, um, for me at the at the at the time. You know what I mean? Where it's like now I've lived so much and I've learned so much where now I can feel like, okay, well I can, you know, have a better life for my son now versus you know, before, who knows where we would have ended up. When you wrote this and kind of integrated your own experience, you know, kind of what was going through your mind in terms of like what women or, or anybody in, in these states that have um, attempted to pass these laws are going to do now? I mean, I'm scared for them because, I mean, you know, the littlest of things that might just happen and be like, oh, no, you know, I was being careful. I, I had birth control. I, you know, I did everything that I possibly could to avoid the situation. And then, you know, shit happens. And, you know, some people just 
they can barely afford to put food on the table for themselves. They can't even, you know, fill up their gas tank to get to a work that, you know, would provide for their child. I mean, like little things like that, like people just don't think about. Like it costs a lot of money to have a child. And if you don't have the funds for it, you know, what, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like to have that option to, yeah, throw down $500 or however much an abortion is now, whereas, you know, later on, it's just like, how, how can I put this child through daycare or even get formula because my breasts aren't producing milk? You know what I mean? I mean, every little detail to that, it's like money, money, money. People don't have it. What's going to happen to your child? You know, so the option of not being able to have a safe and legal abortion, you know, it's it's going to, I don't know, it's going to be bad news for a lot of people. For you and me, we're the same age, uh, basically. Um, uh, You know, we've always lived in a country where abortion has been legal, and um, it's sort of like... uh, I think maybe in the past a lot of people have taken it for granted and now there's sort of a a real what seems like a real um push that is has got a lot of people behind it to um to attack the Supreme Court decision and maybe overturn that and I like do you think that's realistic or do what do you, what are your thoughts on that I mean <laughs> there's a lot of things in this world that I don't I feel like sometimes I wake up and I'm in like this sci-fi crazy like novel turned tv like really shitty tv show like i i don't really know so i yeah (laughs) i don't really have an answer for that because i mean so much has happened the past couple of years that it's like you know if i were to think about something like this like five years ago i'd be like no way that's not gonna happen and then like little things here and there that just keep popping up and it's just like are you freaking kidding me like why is this happening now? So I don't really know what the future holds when it comes to, you know, women's reproduction rights. I mean, hopefully Elizabeth Warren can help, you know what I mean? Like she's, like I noted in the, you know, my column, she's like the Wonder Woman towards, you know, reproduction rights because she's the only one that's doing anything good about it. Yeah. I mean, there's little going on positive, yeah, and, and you know, I think our own in Massachusetts, our own state, there is uh, like the Roe Act that um, they're trying to pass, and the or some people are trying to pass in the legislature, but it's not a sure thing. I know in Illinois they just passed a a law that um, that affirms a woman's right to a, a an abortion, and and it's you know it's I think without without the Roe decision, it, it's. Uh, it is really up to these like individual states to pass these laws, and it's sort of a question like, you know, is Massachusetts going to be one of the ones where where these um, where these rights are going to be upheld? You would think yes, but um, but it's it's strange that it's not a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I um, yeah I I, I think that uh, you know I, I wonder if you have any thoughts or advice. Um, you know, that, that you would give someone who was, who was considering an abortion or who was like trying to weigh their options, uh, just from someone who's been there? I mean, it, everybody has their own opinion on it. Everybody has their own thoughts. I mean, <clears throat> it's hard for me to just give an, an advice to somebody about something like this because every person's situation is different. You know, I mean, it could just be, you know, someone, you know, in a really hard time right now where they have, 
you know, they don't have the means or the funds to take care of themselves properly, never mind another mouth to feed. And um, so, like, if, if I feel like if you're in a situation like that where you're struggling already on your own and you have that option, take the option. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's, it's really hard for, you know, to give advice about stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, sometimes if you need help, you need help. And if you can understand that you need help and go about it in a safe way, take the safe option. Um, I was really happy that you came forward and were willing to write this. But I do know that, uh, you know, and I think that's a courageous act. And I know that you have gotten some, uh, you know, people who are upset about the article, some of it, some of it reasonably worded and some of it not so much. And I just wonder how you know, you respond to that or, or get through, you know, getting that kind of uh, blowback or criticism? Well, to be honest, I don't, I don't respond to negative feedback. Um, just because I'm not, I don't want to, you know, have any kind of altercation with anybody. I don't want to come across as me being, you know, I'm going to fight for my words and I'm not going to care about yours because it's not really how I am. I mean, everybody has their own opinion. You might not have the same opinion as me, and that's perfectly fine. You don't have to think like me. Um, but these are my thoughts. These are my opinions. These are my experiences. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to change that or put on a false face for other people. But if you're going to, you know, lash out or say something negative towards me, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to bother with it. Um, well, thanks for all that. I, I also want to talk about your other piece. Um, we have a relatively new column at The Advocate called Clueless Parent, because we don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and the piece that you wrote um, recently about the ALICE program, um, can you talk about that a little bit? Um, the ALICE program is ALICE, not ALICE in Wonderland, but Alice is an alert, lockdown, inform, counter, evacuate. It is a new procedure that they are um, teaching kids in schools now to prepare themselves for, you know, in case of a terrorist attack or um, someone that comes into the school with guns. Um, and basically it started right after Columbine. Um, but now it's like kind of like a mandatory thing where in the past couple of years – you know, elementary school students that should be, you know, coloring, you know, big happy suns and everything like that are now hiding underneath their desks or trying to find some kind of like a safe weapon to protect themselves in case a person comes into their classroom with a gun. Freaking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And how did you learn about it? Well, my son, who's eight... Um, started doing it last year when he was in first grade. Um, you know, the first time I got, like, the notice, and I'm like, what is Alice? I'm like, what does that mean? And then <laughs> once I started doing more research on it, I was like, because, I mean, I remember the letter that got sent home was kind of vague, and I was just like, all right, well, it's like, you know, it was kind of like how we went to school, we had the D.A.R.E. program. Um, so it was, like, similar to that, but I just didn't understand. The letter just didn't you know, tell me enough information. And when I looked up the information, you know, on my own, I was like, oh, my God, kid is freaking six years old and he has to deal with this. Um, and you were, I, I, one of the things, kind of how you put your 
column together was about how like you know you grew up with Alice meaning one thing and for this generation yeah. it's going to mean another like with uh, Alice in Wonderland mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's it's scary because you know these kids are they talk about it so nonchalantly like it's just it's part of their daily routine oh we have Alice today Oh, it was scary, you know, but it was something that we, you know, did next to our science class. You know, stuff like that where it's just like, you know, what is this world coming to where it's mandatory for a six-year-old and up to start having these trainings on how to, you know, prepare themselves for, you know, a school shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's, and it's just like there's, and there is like... You know, it, it's happened so many different places. Yeah. Um, it's happened in all these different states and, uh, you know, rural, urban. It, it's like, you know, there's some um, uh, a real danger that people are trying to address with this program. I, you know, I can't say I necessarily know what the answer is, but it's like it's just it is hard to to know and, and to have the fact that, like, these kids need to, you know, be prepared for something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, I mean, do you have any, like, you know, I think part of your column is, a, you know, a couple of criticisms of the program, like, do you, you know, like, you know, I don't know what, what your thoughts are about, um, how the program does or, or, or whether you think it would be effective or, or something else should be done. I mean, it's hard because, I mean, you don't want to terrify these kids so much, you know what I mean? But, you know, from what my kid has brought home is that, you know, you try to grab something that could, you know, be a potential thing to throw at this shooter that comes into your classroom to, like, you know, I don't know, like, just throw something at them to just, like, get them away from trying to shoot or something. I just, the whole, that whole concept to me is just, like, wouldn't you rather try to hide or, you know, cover your head or, you know what I mean, something on the lines of that and not throw stuff at them. Mm -hmm. Um that to me just kind of like, wait, what did you say? Like, I, I don't like that, you know? Yeah. Cause then it's just like, pay attention to me, shoot me, shoot me. That's like what I think is that when you try to like throw something at some guy with a gun, he's going to turn around and shoot you. So it's like that to me, just made me feel a little uneasy. Um, there's other things too, where, um, you know, if, they hear someone outside of the classroom, you know, the teacher will try to like shut the door and they'll try to be, you know, really quiet and they'll try to, you know, try to find a place to either hide or evacuate. Stuff like that I can understand. That's a little bit more reasonable. But the whole, if he comes into the room, you grab something and try to throw it at them. And it's like, to me, that's just, I don't know. But I guess... In an instance like that, you really don't know what you will physically do because you're in fear. You're scared for your life. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe something like that would be beneficial to you. I, I don't know. It's uh, just scary altogether, though. As a parent, so, I, you know, I'm a parent, too, but my kid's a lot younger, um, not in school yet. Uh, but as a parent, you know, and I kind of just want advice on this, myself but how do you how do you address that with your own kid like you know so uh he comes home talking about the Alice program what he did that day like how do you as a parent kind of react to that and and help him through through that well and I mean I try to not scare him anymore so 
if he feels uncomfortable or like uneasy about it, I kind of just like brush it off. Like, all right, well, he's already dealt with it enough at school. I'm not going to like, oh, what happened? What, tell me the details because I don't want him in his head to think. Um, I just don't want him to be frightened any more than he already is, you know. But he does, you know, express that he is freaked out about it anytime I have talked to him about it. But I try my hardest to just like, you know, nonchalantly just be like, all right, well, you know, just pay attention and always be aware of your surroundings no matter where you are, whether you're at school, whether you're at home, whether you're playing with your friends. It doesn't matter. You have to be aware of your surroundings at all times and you all should you should always just pay attention. Um, you know, just I always, you know, put that in his head where it's like just pay attention because you just you never know. You know, this world is messed up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just we hope to get to a point of not uh, having these school shootings be such a, a large part of um, what these kids have to yeah. deal with. Um, all right. Well, uh, really appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for writing Thank these you. wonderful pieces on these yep. important topics. And thanks for chatting with me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to visit us at valleyadvocate.com. Thank you.